the topic is fate not feelings fate not feelings and I think it's um, an area that you know what a lot of us can can struggle with we we know the truth uh, we don't always feel it or experience it and we can struggle uh, with our feelings that our feelings can if you like determine um, how how we see ourselves and how we see see God and ultimately then how how we act in our in our life so turn with me if you will to Galatians chapter 2 I'm just going to read one verse Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. This is Paul writing to the church in Galatia. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up, gave himself for me. I'll read that again. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. So Paul is saying to the Galatians that he has been crucified with Christ. Now what does that mean? Because obviously he wasn't crucified with Christ. or He wouldn't be writing the letter unless he'd been resurrected with Christ as well. Um, but what he, what he was saying was that his life, it was no more, more his life. He was, he was dead to his life, his old life, his fleshy life and he was living the life of Christ Christ's life was living in him it is no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me and the life so he's living his life the life which I now live in the flesh so he's still in the flesh he's not, he hasn't gone to heaven I live by faith in the Son of God. So his life is by faith. So even though he might not be feeling or experiencing an amazing life in terms of things going right, he lives and he is living in the flesh. He is still living in the flesh. And the same with all of us. We are living in a body. And that's the way God has made us. We are living in our flesh, in our body, in our, in our nature, our human nature, I live by faith in the Son of God. So he's living by faith. He's believing something that he is not seeing. Faith is being certain 
of what we hope for, sure of what we do not see. Okay? I live by faith in the Son of God. So he's not just living by faith in a belief. Okay? That's one point I just want us to, to understand. He's not just living by faith in a belief or a doctrine. Okay? He's living by faith in a person. And that person is the Son of God. He's living by faith in a person, and that person is the Son of God. And what did the Son of God do for him? He loved him, who loved me. And how did he show his love? He gave himself for me. He died on the cross. Okay, so we have two almost contradictions. We have his flesh, his fleshly life, and then we have his life of faith. So I just want you to think about those two things. And it's his life. It's not, <clears throat> for those of you, um, you know, who've come to know the Lord, you'll be very familiar with the need that we have to have faith in God, to become a Christian. You can't be a son of God. You can't be a child of God without faith. We know in the Bible it says, it is by grace you are saved through faith. It is not of yourselves, not by works, lest any man should boast. Okay? So we know that before we were Christians, we didn't have that uh, faith in the cross, in Jesus, in what he did. And we didn't know the forgiveness of sins. Okay? When we became Christians, we put our faith in the cross, recognizing that we couldn't save ourselves. We put our, our belief in the cross, what Jesus did, that he paid the sacrifice for our sins. Because he was holy, we are unholy. Okay? And I think we all get that. Okay? We understand that when we became a Christian, we put our faith in Jesus and in his finished work, the complete work on the cross. Not, we didn't put our faith in what we could do on our works. We put our faith in what Jesus did, the finished work. Okay, so we're saved by grace, true faith. Okay, and that's, that's super. That's possibly the most, or certainly one of the most important doctrines in, in the scripture. All right? Um, is that, you, you, there you go. <laughs> you, um, you can't save yourself. Okay, no matter what you do, you can't save yourself. We know that. And it's by faith in, in the finished work of Jesus on the cross. But what Paul is saying here is it's not just that I be became a believer through faith. I am living my life by faith. Okay? So it's a continuous process. It's a continuous process. Why is, that, why is that important? Well, the, the same reason that we, the same reason that we can't earn our salvation or our forgiveness is because we are sinners, right? And God is holy. So there's a gap between God 
and us. And no matter how many good things we do, whether we go to church, help grannies across the road, whatever it is, we cannot bridge that gap, that chasm, that grand canyon between God and us. Okay? And that is why we need to have faith. We, it's only by faith, true, grace, by grace, true faith in Jesus that we can be saved. Okay, there's nothing we can do. So it's what Jesus did on the cross. That's the only thing that can save us, right? So we understand that. It's because God is so different to us. God is perfect. God is holy. And we are not. Okay? And we, 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 we get that. But it's worth remembering it. It's not just something that is relevant to us becoming a Christian. It is relevant to us living as a Christian. Jesus, when he's talking to Mary, his mother, the first um, miracle, he, announce, he announces himself, if you like, in the first miracle where he turns the water into wine at Canaan, and she comes to him and she says, you know, can you, can you do something here? We, we're, we're, in a, we're in a sticky situation with, with the, just, we run out of wine. And Jesus says to him, woman, what does your concern have to do with me? Mine hour, my hour has not yet come. Okay? And someone, some uh, commentator translated that as, woman, you and I are in two different realms. We have at the moment nothing in common. Right, so this, is, this was his mother. This was Mary. Even Mary. Now, and I, know, I know sons can be, you know, <laughs> can be quite cheeky to their parents at the time, from time to time. But this was Jesus saying, we're, we're in two different realms. This was Mary. Arguably one of the most holy persons, people, human people, if you like. Um, and, and Jesus is saying, we're in two different realms. And similarly with, with the disciples, we see how many times that, that he, would, he would tell the disciples something and they'd get it completely upside down. They'd get it wrong way around. They wouldn't understand it at all. Think of, of when Jesus washed the feet of, of, of the disciples and Peter said, you know, if, 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 don't just wash my feet, wash my whole body. But he didn't, he didn't understand that Jesus was doing this as an, as an act of service to show it's a servant. And it was, Peter was all about me. Oh, I want everything. I want to get the whole blessing, right? And so we as, 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 as humans, we're not, we're not on the same, naturally, we're not on the same wavelength as God, okay? We are human. God is a spirit, okay? He is God is spirit. And so there's a big chasm between God and us, right? And that's why, we need, that's why we need the cross of Jesus to save us. But what about our day-to-day -day life? What about our day-to-day -day life? And this is what Paul is saying. Even in your day-to-day -day life, once you have become a Christian, you still need to live by faith. You are still in the flesh, and you need to live by faith in the Son of God who, who died for you. In Galatians chapter 3, uh, Paul gives out to the, to the, the Galatians. He says, O foolish Galatians, he says, who has bewitched you? 
In verse 2 it says, Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law, by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? And so here is a group, here is a church in, in Galatia, and they had started out, they'd become Christians, and they had given up, if you like, trying to earn their own salvation, their own forgiveness. And now they were starting moving back into doing things to make themselves right with God. Okay? Um, so there was, for, the, for example, the act of circumcision. They were, they were go, going back in, in, into the old ways of the law. And Paul was saying, why are you going back? Why are you going back to the, to the old ways? Did you not know when you started by faith, why are you now going back to works? So why is this, why is this relevant to us? Okay, so we need faith, one, because even when we become a Christian, we're still, if you like, um, we still got the flesh. We still have our flesh, okay? We still have our flesh. And so we need, we need God, we need the revelation of God in our lives to, to work. We need to live by the Spirit. And this is where feelings come in. So how do you feel? How do you feel as, as a Christian? Do you feel, you, do, do you feel, yes, I'm a strong Christian? Do you feel, um, oh, I'm far from God? How do you feel? Does it depend on your circumstance? Does it depend on, <clears throat> on how your week has been? Does it depend upon your health? Does it depend on suffering in your life? Does it depend on how good you've been? How do you view yourself? Do you view yourself as a child of God? We need to have a firm foundation. We need a firm foundation. And that foundation needs to be built on the truth. Okay? We need it built on the truth. If we don't have a firm foundation, obviously things can get shaky, right? Things can get shaky. We need to have our faith built on the truth. And the reason is, <clears throat> if we base, if we base who we are on our ability or what we've done or our circumstances, the devil will have a field day in our lives because he will accuse us, the accuser of, the, of our brethren. He will accuse us left, right, and center when we don't meet, meet the mark, okay? When we don't meet the mark. Ephesians chapter 6 says, <clears throat> chapter 6, verse... 
16 says, Above all, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. Take the shield of faith with which you'll be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. So the devil will accuse us. Okay? And he might say to us, look at, your, look at the way your life is going at the moment. He'll compare you to somebody else. Look at your job situation. Look at your family situation. Look at how you sinned last week. Whatever it is, he will accuse us. And if we base our Christian walk, if we base our, our standing before God on factors that, if you like, are related to us, so it could be our circumstances, it could be our performance, it could be our feelings. Our feelings tend to um, be dictated by other things. So it, sometimes they can be dictated by our circumstances, sometimes they can be dictated by our psychological makeup, our biology, anything, right? Um, and if we let our feelings dictate how we see ourselves before God, the devil will have a field day. Okay? He will have an absolute field day. That's why we need to take up the shield of faith. And that's why we need a firm foundation. Left to our own devices, we can do lots of things. Right? We can we can be very sincere in what we do. Um, if, you, if you look at, at Saul in Acts 26. Acts 26, verse 9. He says, Indeed, I myself taught I must do many things contrary to the name of Jesus Christ. This I also did in Jerusalem, and many of the saints I shut up in prison. So, so Saul, in his desire to do the right thing, in his zeal, he put many Christians in prison. Right? But it was all his own understanding, all his own efforts. Okay? And, and Jesus himself says in John 16... John 16, verse 2. They will put you out of the synagogue. Yes, the time is coming that whoever kills you will think that he offers God service. So we have, the great, we have a great capacity as, as humans to, you know, um, really be strong and committed and zealous all of that stuff. But it can be completely misdirected, completely wrong, completely, we, we can be chasing after the wrong cause, if you like, okay? And again, that's when we base, that's when we base who we are on the things that we do, okay? On the things that we do. And as I said before, 
if we base ourselves, who we are, on the things that we do, um, we're going to end up not living by faith. We're living by, by feelings or living by actions. Audrey was saying earlier about the, um, it's, it's the all the different nations coming to coming to Ireland to, to bless Ireland, and certainly over the last twenty years, um, we have seen a phenomenal um, increase in the number of um, non-nationals, non-Irish nationals becoming Irish nationals, becoming citizens, and I think every year there is a. <laughs> There is a ceremony, at least every year, there is a ceremony in the convention center in, in, in the city uh, where people who have applied for their citizenship get conferred. And I think the maybe it's the Minister for Foreign Affairs goes or President, I'm not sure. Some, some kind of dignitary goes there and uh, the people get conferred their citizenship or presumably get papers. Um, but once, they're, once they have that ceremony done and once they get their papers, they are Irish citizens, okay? They are Irish citizens. And whatever they do after that, they're still going to be Irish citizens. They mightn't feel like Irish citizens, right? <laughs> they mightn't say, you know, grand every time they ask, you know, ask how they are. They mightn't, um, they mightn't look red, you know, hair and red skin, you know, in the sun. But they're still Irish citizens. And what they base their citizenship on is that the government has granted them Irish citizenship from now until they die, okay? If they base it on how Irish they feel, Right? Or how Irish other people thought they were, because you'll always get, you know, people going, ah, you're not Irish, you know, you look at look at you, you know, you've only been here the last six years or whatever, and look at your skin, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Right? Um they wouldn't they'd be on they'd be on shaky ground. But they it, it's your your citizenship and the, the rights that, that confers. So now once you're a citizen, you have you know, you can work here. Um, without fear, you've, you've got your passport, you can travel abroad as, as an Irish citizen, you have access to all the services, and it's based on, on you becoming a citizen. And once you're a citizen, it doesn't matter after that. Obviously, you, you, you get responsibilities, like you, you, can't, you can't drive on the right side of the road, you know. <laughs> There is a change as a citizen. You you know you you do act differently, um, but ultimately, it is not how you feel. It's not your circumstances that make you Irish. It's that fact that you've been granted citizenship, and it's the same in um, in, in in God's in God's government, or God's the the nation, the holy nation. If we read Ephesians chapter 2, chapter 3, should I say? Is it 2 or 3? Um, chapter 2, verse 19. Now, therefore, we are no longer strangers and foreigners. 
but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Amen? On what basis? On what basis is that? On the basis of something we've done? No. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So the basis for our citizenship, the basis for who we are as Christians is not how we did last week. It's not how zealous we've been. It's not how good or bad our circumstances are. It, the basis is the foundation built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. What is that? That's the word of God. And Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Jesus is the word of God. So we base who we are on faith in Jesus. What he has done, but ultimately in the person of Jesus. Even sometimes, I think as Christians, we can be almost guilty of basing our faith on the Bible, a truth in the Bible, rather than the truth. And Jesus is the truth. You can go through a difficult time in your life and you might know the verses. You might know all the verses, the relevant verses to say, and that's brilliant. It's brilliant when you have verses that you can remind yourself. But there will come a time when even those might be, feel like words on a page. And you need to have a faith in the person, in the person that these, the Bible is talking about, the person of Jesus Christ. Yes, in what he's done. But what he has done on the cross is just showing you, aside from the fact that he, he pays for our sins, it is showing you the character of who he is, the person of Jesus Christ, that he loves you. As it says in Galatians, he gave himself up for you, the son of God who loved us and gave himself up for us. So, do not base your Christian life on what you do. God call, absolutely calls us. There's many things he call, God calls us to do. But who we are as Christians is not based on what we do. And it is not based on what other people think of us. And it is not based on the current circumstances in our life, whether they're good or they're bad. As the song said, if you're high or if you're low, it doesn't matter. We are to remember that God loves us on the basis of his son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for us. Oh, what manner of love is this that we should be called children of God. So you are a child of God. On what basis? On the basis of Jesus. Not on the basis of how you've done last week. Okay, so we, we live by faith. We live by faith. 
and I know I've been guilty of this, sometimes you think, yeah, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. And I'm saying, amen. I believe in that. Do we all believe that? We all believe in that. John 3.16. And then it comes, do I believe in it? Do I believe in it for me, myself? If you really knew me, if, if you know, I'm not sure, I, I really, maybe it's not for me. And you might think the same. You might think, yeah, I know, I know the truth, I believe it, I really do, but not for me. I just, you know, I'm, I'm an exception, I'm really not. God couldn't forgive me. He couldn't uh, love me in the same way that he loves everyone else. I absolutely, I absolutely believe that he loves everyone, but just not me, because I'm an exception. And the truth is, it's not about you. It's not about you. It really is not about you. And we, we, I think we can become guilty of that. We think it's all about us. Not, you know, thinking that way, but we can get so um, introverted looking at ourselves. We are not, that is not living by faith. All right? It is not living by faith. I'm going to finish with... Uh, another verse, a couple of verses, well-known verses in Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3, yeah. And it's so important, it's so important that we know this, okay? It's so important. I know it, it, it probably seems like um, basic Christianity 1.0 1, 1 or whatever, but it's so important that we know it, right? It was so important that we know it deep down. And I, I tell you, so many times I've failed on this, not knowing deep down, because I've looked at my own performance, I've looked at my own life, and I go, no, I don't, I don't, I'm not feeling it, therefore I'm not. Right? I'm not feeling it, therefore I'm not. And that, of course, is a, is a lack of faith. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In verse 14. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. So Paul is bowing, he's, he's kneeling, and he's saying, I'm praying that God would strengthen you, according to what? His might, not your might, his might. Because we can't, we can't do it. And if, if you go back even to the Garden of Eden, you know, what did Adam when he went, he kind of went for his might. You know, uh, is the tree of life just dependent on God? Do what God says. The tree of knowledge of good and evil. I can sort it out myself. Knowledge of good and evil. I'll know what's right and wrong. Let me go my way. We can't sort it out ourselves. We need God. So God is, uh, Paul is saying, I'm praying that God will strengthen you according to his might. 
through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts what true faith not true feelings true faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the wit and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God now we can't work that up that is only God can do that all we can do is have faith that it is true all we can do is have faith that is true and then when we have faith the actions will follow so we're in we're in a difficult situation all right we're tough we won't act out of oh, I'm feeling this way so I'm gonna do X Y and Z right we will act based on the faith that we know that we are still loved we are still children of God amen father I thank you that you sent Jesus because without him Lord we would be um, we would be we goners and I thank you Lord no matter how we feel no matter how we see ourselves no matter what other people say about us Jesus died on the cross you sent Jesus to die on the cross because you love us and you have made us children of God not by works lest any man should boast Lord but by grace true faith and father I do pray that verse for each of us Lord that we would be strengthened according to your riches that you would strengthen us according to your riches in the inner man that we might grasp that Christ would dwell richly in our hearts through faith and that we might grasp how high and wide and deep and long is the love of Christ and that we would be rooted and established in that love. Amen. Amen. Thanks, everyone.